Desperate Housewives Fan Podcast, episode number 17. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Desperate Housewives Fan Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. We are here to talk about, oh gosh, season five, episode 17, 18, something like that. I think it's uh, 16, Crime Doesn't Pay. That sounds right. It seems like it's been almost a month since we've seen a Desperate Housewives episode. Pretty close to it. I think the last one was on February 15th, just after Valentine's Day. So it has been a while, and I'm very excited to have Desperate Housewives back. So let's just jump right in. (coughs) Excuse me. Very enjoyable episode. It was an extremely enjoyable episode. I was kind of shocked. I was kind of expecting to see Dave and Mike progress towards their camping trip. You know, okay. That's kind of. It seems like it's completely dropped now. I, I think what they're doing is they plan on giving us that entire story, but they just didn't. They they wanted to at least put it off until they you can. Think? Yeah. Or did it take a completely different turn, and now Edie's going to figure him out? No, they're they're going to go on the camping trip. Okay. I, I there's no doubt in my mind that they'll go on the camping trip, and that something very dark and sinister will happen. Okay. That's my theory. All right. All right. So anyway, uh, let's go ahead real quickly and talk about this episode. What was in it? Now, obviously, we did have. Let's talk about Dave. What happened with Dave in this episode? It was a very small part. part, It was. I guess um, he ran into a priest who knew him when his wife died. Mm -hmm. And um, Edie got very suspicious of his of his behavior in that time. Right. One of the things that I found interesting is the is thinking about Dave's backstory. That priest probably knows a great deal more than just what happened with the accident. And therefore, if you can imagine Dave's concern being that he's shared a lot probably in confession. Although, would he really have to concern himself with the fact that you know, he told something in privacy. I don't know. I don't think that he'd have to be concerned with that fact. I think that. No, I see. I don't think that that would be that would have to be a fear. I think that and even if it has nothing to do with confession, it just has to do with the fact that this priest knew him when he was married and knew that, you know, how he dealt with his wife and daughter dying and where he got to how he got to where he was before all the name change and everything gotcha so obviously we had Edie go back and find this priest yeah and that's she she did learn and i like the scene where he's coming in and she greets him and she's doing uh not necessarily a google search but an internet database search on david dash yes i i want to see Edie find out something about him i really do i think it's coming i i I, that's what i that's what i want to see i want to see edb the one that really confronts him about what he's up to 
Are we going to find out? Because she's not the kind of she's not the kind just to sit by and and let it happen. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you have to remember that. Well, I don't know if you have to remember, but everyone else has to remember that. You know, Edie loved Mike at one time, also. Oh. Or at least her version of love. Really. Yeah. Interesting. All right, so we're going to pause for just a moment because we have a little character that stopped into our studio. We do. So we'll be right back. And we're back. All right, so where were we? Did we have we were, a place? I was just saying that I, I want Edie to really be the one to figure out what's going on with Dave and confront him. Gotcha. Let's talk about Orson for a moment. It, it kind of started off and ended with Orson and his little kleptomaniac kind of thing going on. Yeah, he's getting annoying. He is. I mean, in the last episode, he would, you know, it was just the whole sneaking around trying to get a, you know, um, a hold of the the bank account to to see how much Andrew actually makes, and you know, then stealing Andrew's pen. And I mean, he was getting annoying then, but tonight he was just. Over the top, I think. Orson is... I, w- I would love to see Orson continue to deal with and struggle with the fact that he's lost respect, but I don't like seeing him handle it as a third grader. Yeah. This is I what's... Dri- he's he's yeah. I, 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 I totally get the, humil- the utter humiliation, and I would say that they would, in my opinion, they would be able to tell the story with Orson but handling it as an adult, but really struggling with it, that's a story that I would like to see and and see played out in this episode and mm-hmm. done well. But being a child about it, right. it, 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 it almost seems... It, well, it's, well, it's just, childish and it's petty. Um, I, I like that they are writing that, you know, not only did he... Um, not only did he do his time, so to speak, in in jail, in prison, but now he's also have, has to pay the price for his crime outside of. You know, you can't just walk back into the life that you left. You know, there there are still consequences that he is going to have to have to deal with, right? As a result of that, and so I, I kind of like that they're that they're going there, mm-hmm. but not that he's being so petty and childish about it. Yeah. Jerrica in the chat room says that he feels that he's lost something, so he wants everybody else to lose something. But I didn't like him comparing his losing something to Tom's losing something. Now, Tom is not my favorite character and never has been, and I'm sure we'll get on that here in a little bit. But um, it, it Tom's right. It's completely different. Yeah. You know, it. it he's losing his business because, you know, the economy is bad and... and there's a hair on my mic cover that's tickling my lip when I talk. Nice. Right, did you get <laughs> All that right, there, I babe? think I got it. Um, you know, because of the bad economy, nobody's eating out anymore. His son was wrongly accused of a crime, and so nobody will come to his restaurant anymore. Those are the reasons th- that he is falling. Orson actually did commit a crime and had to pay the price for it, and and to compare was wrong. Um, in that way. I agree. I, I, I like that scene. And as much as I agree with you, I despise Tom's character in the show altogether. I really do. I really do think that that was a good scene and good, good job for standing up for himself. Absolutely. Yet at the same time, 
He can you didn't give have a, to be so harsh. Can you have just so, a, a, little, a compassion. little bit of compassion? Yeah. But at the same time, and it's a Tom's, two-handed. Tom's thing. going yeah. through. A, Tom's going. He's going through a lot. Absolutely. So. Um, now, Jerrica in the chat room. I think this is a great segue into the next topic. Uh, Jerrica <laughs> said Tom was actually pretty good tonight. Although I'm going to say. Uh, that Stephanie and I probably have a different opinion about that. Probably. Now, I love that you just said, how did you, how did you just phrase it? Was that you despise Tom or what is it that you said? I don't think you've actually spoken those words before. Oh, I think I have. Have you? I'm pretty sure I have. Okay. Because I, 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 I think I've not only said despise, but I think he, um, I think I've also said in the past that he is not a man. Okay. That he needs to, I mean. Okay. But I think that on the other hand, you, you've kind of been rallying for him to. Yeah. A, as he, a man, you there, want. There there have been some some portions of this season where they've shown promise. Yes. You know, such as selling his car. Mm-hmm. That showed promise. And, and, and he's done some things that showed promise. And. But they're back to this spineless character again. They, and they are. Right. The dinner scene was, I mean, um, the dinner scene was priceless. That was funny. I enjoyed that. It was that. funny. They were both wrong. Yeah, absolutely. They were both wrong. But um, as soon as they sat down to dinner, I told you that she was going to go for the job. Yep. I said she should just leave his butt at home and, and take the job herself. And then sure enough, that's the way they started going. So I was totally rooting um, Lynette on there. But they they both said some things that were just. Yeah. The the cancer comment was. <laughs> Ouch. That, yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> and, and what's what 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 made that scene so funny is that the creep at the other side of the table was just as horrible. He was. I mean, what a total jerk. He really was. Um, he was so mean to Orson. And for no reason. For no reason other than the fact that he has a different name. That, and, and I don't think that, I mean, it, that guy, what was the guy? He was mean. I mean, what a, oh. I'm surprised that Bree even works with him. Yeah, well, here's the deal. Um, Orson should have kicked his butt right out right then and there. Absolutely. And by the way, but Orson's can I just say that roast that beef looked amazing? You can. It was. I was like kind of hungry. It's like, wow, <laughs> yeah, that looks good. Well, Bree can fix your dinner tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> you can just have Sigourney Weaver That's make right. your meatloaf. That's right. If you would have been home at dinner time, you would have had No, I'm just dinner. Uh, I'm just kidding. It just looked good in high definition. <laughs> yes. It looked like it had great. It wasn't even real, babe. It was. It was just the stage prop that they put. It was real. Seriously, it was. I was just kidding. Okay. I didn't even see it. You. You said, "Did you see that dinner?" And I said, "No, I. I didn't." I love when when Orson (laughs) threw the tort at the guy. That was hilarious. (laughs) Just tossed it on down. Um. So I. Tom. I, I don't get how they're I don't get how they're writing him right now. We've seen him um was that in season one or season two when he just said I'm gonna stay home with the kids and you're going back to work. Yep. She goes back to work, she's doing her thing, he des- you haven't seen this part, but then he decides to go back to work, ends up working for her and um then he decides that he's gonna do his pizza thing and she quits her job to support him, and now he's failed. And oh, honey, it's your turn. You go back to work. It, I just 
I really want to smack the man. Yeah. I really want to smack him. Yep. So I need more time to lick my wounds. You have a family to provide for. Yeah, no doubt. You know, wound licking time is over. Yes. So I have a revelation that I learned through listening to the official Desperate Housewives podcast. Okay, what's that? Mark Cherry, um, the story of Tom having a pizza restaurant Mm -hmm. is based upon Mark Cherry's uh, childhood. Really? I told you that a lot of these are. Yeah. And so basically, Mark Cherry, uh, his dad purchased a pizza shop and made him and his sister work in it. And he says that the scene that he says that Tom and Lynette's children Uh took it much better than he and his sister took it. (laughs) So so the whole pizza, the whole starting the pizza shop was from his childhood and the scene specifically where. It, d- Dad brings, from the last episode that yeah. we saw. Okay. Dad bringing them in was definitely from his childhood as well. Wow. So I just thought that was interesting that to kind of cool. point out. I told you there there are tons of things, and if the if the official podcast would have gone back all the way to to when the series started, we would hear all of these little mm-hmm. tidbits about where his life is real yes. in here. And one of the things, anybody out there that's interested in listening to the official Desperate Housewives podcast and you don't like spoilers, do not listen to the most recent episode until it's at least a week old because they all, I mean, for example, I was listening to the most recent one, which was the episode. It would be like listening to our (laughs) podcast before you watch the episode. Right. It would be exactly the same thing because he says in the next episode, uh, for example, he they didn't do one prior just prior to this. Mm-hmm. But it say they would say in the next episode or just a little teaser as to what's going to happen. Uh, and they'll or, give you like a or, Yeah. Orson's going to start stealing things. Yeah. Because he he's going to he's going to punish people who are not nice and he's going to steal things from Tom and <gasps> and some other characters in the show. Catherine and Susan are going to have a fight over a certain painting. Um, and Gabby's going to continue to make deals to to cover right. up so-and-so. And there's going to be a grueling death in this episode, and you won't want to miss it. So they give By you the, the way, whole thing. He does. Yeah. It's like, teaser? Huh? <laughs> Come on. Just read us the script and be done with it. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, I'm serious. Right. It's almost like that. So, um Absolutely. You should check it out, but do it the week after. Unless you like to hear this. Yeah, unless things. you like spoilers, um, you should listen to it the, the week this after is, it's released. This is really a show that I don't mind being spoiled on. I mean, okay. I, 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 I can handle because it's not mystery right. and all that stuff. Right. So I enjoy that. And, and it kind of helps me, you know, to give insights that I learned from it after seeing the episode. Mm-hmm. So now, I kind of like that. We knew going in. Whether from whether if you saw um, a commercial on the TV or or listened to the official podcast that there was going to be a death in this episode, there was a moment where I thought it was going to be the priest. Oh. <laughs> I thought that Dave was going to kill him. That's interesting. I did. I don't know. It was just like this. I don't. It was just this quick second where I thought that that Dave was going to kill him until they showed the wife cutting the vegetables. <laughs> And he's like, honey, we need to talk. I'm like, seriously, dude? Not while your wife has a knife in her hand. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> but um, so what else? There there was the Susan and 
and Catherine thing. Yes. And can I just say, I liked that whole story. It was good. It was. I, I couldn't understand why Susan was so darn upset. Well, I don't think... See, when... For, go ahead. No, go ahead. You you say everything you want to say. Okay. When she was telling Catherine, you know, um, I don't think that she had wrong motives in saying, I painted that for Mike. I think that Susan was truly surprised that, that Mike had it. Not only did he have it, but hung it up in this house that he now shares with his new girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think that she had wrong motives when she said that she had painted that. And then you come to the party and everyone else is kind of feeding her fears and you know, oh, you guys are just playing nice. You just I know that you just want to do this and she's like, "No, really. Let me show you." And then it's gone. And then Susan needs to to soothe herself. She really wants to believe. She, I think she really wanted to believe Catherine that it broke. Yeah. But everyone else fed into that. And so then that's why she went into the garage. Had Mike not, had Mike not come out into the garage, I don't think she ever would have showed him that it wasn't right. broken. I think that it was because she was, because he came out there right. that she even said, you know, she told me it was broken, but but here it is. But I loved when she went back to get it, and um, you, you weren't looking at the TV, but the part where she said, she um, yeah, what, what's Catherine's last name? Uh, May, Mayfair. Mayfair. And she goes, Mayfair, this is between me and my ex. And then you missed it, but um, but Catherine winked at her. Like, she knew what was going on. And so Susan had taken the the painting back. So that Catherine didn't have to look at it every day as a constant reminder of of Mike's honeymoon with, with Susan. Yeah, but but there was a point in time when she was a little perturbed bef- that that she why I mean why would you take it down? It's like duh. Well, I think taking it down shows Catherine's own fear. Well, I, do you know what I mean? I I, I I don't think it shows that. I think it shows that's an inappropriate thing to be on the wall. Okay. Do you disagree? I don't know. I it's I, I don't disagree, but I don't completely agree with you either. Even even if even if Susan had died in a tragic car accident and she was his deceased wife, I don't know that if know, I died would and you got remarried and our children still lived here, would you put away every picture of me? No. Everything I ever gave you? No. Would you destroy your wedding ring? No. It, it's. But would I put a photo of you and I on our honeymoon up on the mantle? Well, by golly, yeah. I wouldn't. <laughs> I know. You know that. Yeah. The, the, he was. Mike I, was wrong I, in not saying what the painting was. That's see. There see, we, I think that that is where the whole. Down, yes. That's where I was going with this. Mike should have. Mike's absolutely. the one who should have spoke up. And then she would have never put that photo or that painting exactly. on the wall. Exactly. My, Mike knew exactly what that painting was and he failed to tell her. Mm-hmm. And the fact that not and it's it was back above the mantle. You know, it was back above the fireplace over the mantle. So, um, you know, the, the fact that, number one, it got there in the first place and number two, it made it back up there says more about Mike than about Susan and Catherine. Right. Very cool. All right, so let's see here. Gabby's still making deals to cover up for Carlos's boss. 
So how did you like how this story played out? Was I love the way it played out, you know, in ending saying, I'm done. You know, I just, I can't do this anymore. Because that's the Gabby that we want to see. Right. And completely, you know, ready to accept Carlos losing his job and, you know, the money being gone because she knows that it's wrong. Right. Although I think now that the dude's dead, she won't say anything about Carlos losing his job. But we'll just have to see how that plays out. Yeah. Or if he is dead. Is, is he dead? Oh, yeah. He's definitely you think? dead. There's okay. no question about him being dead. Okay. Yeah, he's dead. All right. Because you got to imagine, if if he wasn't dead right away, he was he laying laid on there the floor. for a while. Yeah. She made a phone call. <laughs> they came over. And nobody says she called right away. Exactly. You're right. Yeah. yeah. And, and he was not moving. So, yeah, okay. he's dead. He is gone. All right, um, Dave and the Priest, we already talked about. Tom and Lynette, we already talked about. That's all, That's pretty much this, this episode. Yeah. So uh, I don't have anything else. Do you? I don't Stephanie? think so. I'm, well, I'm, I'm going back over it in my mind. I think that pretty much uh, sets it up. So... Uh, they said Edie. We we uh, we do. We already talked yeah, about we Edie. Yeah, we talked about Edie. She did the search. I really really want to see her. <laughs> I did like the the scene on the porch when they all assumed that Catherine didn't invite Susan to the housewarming party, and she was like, "Oh, I'll bring my bowl." And Edie's like, "That's abnormal." Yes. <laughs> hey, Gabby, remember that time that I was with Carla? <laughs> Yeah. Now that's the correct response. That's the correct response. All right. So anyway, folks, uh, that is our review of of this episode. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I don't have it in front of me right now, but I do believe there's another episode next week, which is good. I think there's we have one for the next two or three weeks straight. So which is very good to hear. We're looking forward to it. I really want to see a couple things. Um, Let's see here with Orson. I want to see him grow up. I, think. I I think he needs to go see get some counseling. Yeah. Uh, I think he needs to grow up some. Dave and Mike, I want to see him go I camping. I want to see this play out. I'm Do, ready for this whole mm. Dave story to be over. Dave, when Dave came home and she was searching for him on the computer, it appeared that he had just brought home some camping gear that he just purchased. Okay. That's what it looked like to me. Like it looked like they had a he had a tent that was Okay. That, that I I could be wrong. So, I'm hoping that they're going camping next week. And at that time, while he's away on the camping trip, she finds out all the newspaper clippings and or or newspaper articles mm-hmm. online about what had happened. And of course, she goes and tells Susan and the two. And of her them, and Susan go looking for him. Yes, that would be a good episode. That that's my and 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 like I said, Mark Have you Cherry. Listen to the podcast. That's already? what I'm saying, Mark. <laughs> I, I if it sounds like I've been listening to Mark Cherry, doesn't it? It does. But I think that would be cool. Um, Tom and Lynette. Um, you know, I'm, I'm interested to see where they go with this. Although it, it, right? This is a story that's already been told. I'm surprised that Tom and Lynette are still married. Yeah. You know, they they take some very low punches. They both do, and then in the end, you can't just look at each other and realize how ridiculous you sound, and then everything. You cannot speak to each other in the way they continually to speak to each other and then just, oh, that was ridiculous and everything's fine. One thing I don't like about where the show has been and where it's going is Miss McCluskey seems Mrs. McCluskey. She was in this episode. She was. But she seems to have forgotten that Dave put her in the hospital. Seems too. She was a little too concerned about some martinis. Yeah. Is it martinis? I think it was. Anyway. All right. 
So with that, folks, let me hit this button here. So uh, just want to let you guys know a couple things. What do I want to let them know? I have no idea. I was going to tell them some stuff, and I forgot. I should. I said. You're going to tell them that um, they can leave their feedback for this show in several different ways. Yeah, tell us how they can do that. Okay, stuffing. you can you can call and leave us feedback um, at our voicemail line at 859-795-4067. 859-795-4067. You can um, email in your feedback at feedback at gspn.tv. And you can also check out the forum at gspn.tv slash forum. There's a Desperate Housewives section um, in there if you scroll down and you can see what people are talking about this episode. Are you still putting the show notes in there? Uh, I have not been. You have not been. Not this time. Okay, but you were. So, but you can go in there and chat with other people about, you know... Just the most if, recent episode or, or And if it hasn't any, got a thread yeah. started, start one and somebody will respond to it. I can almost assure you of that. Absolutely. Um, and we'll also look in there to bring up notes and right. things that you've said in our next show. We do that. There was something else. I was, let's do some cross-promoting. Some of our other shows. Familyfromtheheart.com. Check that one out. There's some great uh, episodes regarding marriage yeah. and uh, five threats to marital oneness. Find out why we're so critical of Tom and Lynette's marriage. Exactly. <laughs> um, also, you want to check out the big, huge, gigantic family fight we had on our family night. That was so much fun. Exactly. So, so much fun. We're going to be talking about that. Yes. And it had something to do with marshmallows. Family fight night. That's what we should have <laughs> called it. That was family fight night. And let's see here. We were Some... still finding marshmallows this weekend. Were you? Yeah, we found like six more. Awesome. Alrighty, I, I think that's good enough. I, 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 seriously, there was something though. There was some. I was. I was like, this is something I wanted to mention, different than something else we usually mention, and it's totally escaped me. I don't know. I don't know. <gasps> I know what it is. <gasps> the Tell Community us. Voice Podcast. All right. Folks, li- listen right here. I'll, I'll even turn this down just a little bit, okay? Because can you hear me now? Good. All right. So what you do is you're going to have to go over to gspn.tv. Wait for it to load for just a second. On the site, you'll see where it says entertainment pay- podcast, faith podcast, general interest podcast, technology. Under general interest, the very first podcast listed there is the community voice podcast. This podcast you don't want to miss definitely listen to it there are six episodes and it's where we take folks who are from our gspn.tv plus community and highlight who these people are and have conversations with them and uh it's just an awesome way to get to know some of the other folks who are listening to uh the various shows here and who are plugging into the conversation and so anyway community voice podcast just go to gspn.tv and under general interest podcast, it's the first one listed. Until next time, join, join the, the community. community. <laughs> I was, it's they lost. <laughs> All right. Good deal. We'll talk to you soon.